of hand for Lady Pastor Letitia Michaels. Amen. We can we can stand as we um, uh, ready to receive our pastor. Um, this is the scripture, First Timothy five verse seventeen to eighteen. Um, amen. Is pastor coming with Gabriel to the stage? <laughs> amen. So the Bible says um, the elders who rule well among you, or the the can we get just the, the King James? Sorry. Um, uh, let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. Amen. So this is an honoring service, and um, uh, I think as LP was talking, I was really testimony to a life that is lived and has been lived by faith, which we can all uh, model our own lives after, and similarly to pastor. Um, and as the scripture says, as he has led us and taught us in the word, and his, uh, the labor that has gone into the word and the doctrine that he gives us each and every day, as our brother Nigel and, and Norman, let us put our hands together for them as well, didn't they share well? As they were just expressing the impact of the word of God on their lives, let us give our pastor the double honor that he deserves as he comes forward to bless us this morning with the word of God. Amen. Pastor Edgar Michaels. Praise God. You may be seated. Thank you. Just get uh, first the formalities and protocol out of the way, uh, which can be lengthy, but um, I'll preach for you a word out of Genesis 24. You may turn there in your Bible so long. But uh, thank you very much for all of this and the hard work and all the effort that has been put in to make this such a special occasion. Everyone's contribution, and even last night and behind the scenes, it's very much appreciated. And it's not only words, I mean that very, very much. And when you do something, do it as unto the Lord, and do it with excellence. Praise God. As... Uh, uh, we were blessed, me and my wife, by Bishop Essien, Napoleon Essien, one of the sons of Bishop Dag from Ghana, who has got a very large church in Parklands, yeah, in Cape Town. He blessed my wife with this material, uh, original quality. Uh, my wife, uh, my wife saw fit to let this be made by a special. Uh, dress or what designer. Give the Lord praise. Um, God has blessed me with a wonderful wife. And I just said yesterday, for all of you who still need to get your life partner or get married, don't worry. If your heart is pure, God will give you the right person because I can testify 
in, uh, and everybody's life is different. But as long as you have faith in the Lord, pray to Him, tell Him what is your heart's passion, because the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Hallelujah. And the more you delight yourself in the Lord, the purer your desires of your heart becomes. Wait on the Lord. And, but when the opportunity comes, then God cannot do it for you. You cannot say, I wait on the Lord. You have to act then. Amen. Praise the Lord. When I acted, as I told you last week, there were many others that wanted to jump out of the bush. And I said, you're too late. Amen. But I'm just saying that as encouragement because God has blessed me. And I also, like any one of you, were wondering as a young man how my life is going to pan out and what's going to happen to me. And as my life uh, has unfolded and my wife, it's like among my friends, it seemed like I was always the last person, last to get married. They were already married and make fun and joke of me even when I go to some weddings and go into where they take photos they sing for me i come to the garden alone <laughs> while the dew is still on the roses and uh, those were times when i come from namibia for a wedding celebration or uh, yes a marriage and i come from far alone travel by train sometimes two days if I come by train, very, very uh, dirty. My skin looks uh, very dirty. I come from working for God, and I come home for maybe even my sister's marriage. And um, when, I end, when I come by my our door, our three-room door house, I put the two suitcases or case and bag down and before I knock oh, I get that feeling now then I start to cry and I say thank you Lord that I can see my mom and my dad after three months or so and I can be home and God saw all of that laboring and giving my best for the Lord even me and a colleague we moved out of the denomination, started a church as young men. I think I was 26 or so. Yeah, and we started a church with heavy responsibility and grown-up people and uh, families and marriages. And me and him, we were very young, but we had zest and power and zeal and energy for God. And we trust God, and He was so faithful to the end, even up till now. And then uh, He got married after we were two years or three years busy, and He got married uh, to a lady from uh, Namibia, that time Southwest Africa. And uh, as He got married, I said to myself, Him standing there before the altar, 
I said to the Lord, there he gets married. He won't be able to travel Hrabo to Namibia, to Port Nolith, to Saldana, to Calfinia. And Lord, keep me, give me grace to stay still alone for um, some time more. I ask God for grace to help me because of the work of the Lord. I still see myself standing in that church. And God gave me grace until I saw Letitia Duplessis. Hallelujah. Uh, when I saw my wife the uh, first time by um, the uh, uh, Mitchell's Plain Center, uh, I was with a, a colleague, a, a, a brother whom I was training. He looked up to me. He was an August boy, and I taught him how to read and read books. He became a brilliant teacher of the word because of me hanging onto me like a boy hangs unto a father. But he lodged, he was a, a, a lodge at their home where they stayed in Mannenberg. And here me and him walk towards OK in town center. And here two, my wife with her three sisters standing and we're chatting. And as we were leaving, I asked him, who is that one? <laughs> Who is that one? He said to me, so and so. I said, you must invite her to our church. Amen. <laughs> you must invite her to our church that she can become a member of our church. <laughs> Hallelujah. The rest is history. And God has blessed me with a brilliant person that can fill all my shortcomings and all my, the lack in my uh, character. My mom and daddy was, my mom especially was very worried because my mom said, um, Edgar, you're just a person of books and writing, a desk and people. Oh my Lord, you, God must help you. The yard is going to look like what and the garden is going to look like what. But in the meantime, my mom didn't know I can work too, but I was I was just lay back. <laughs> I always told my mom, don't worry, God will make a way. And God sent in Brother Brandt and Brother James and others that did, and many others that did so wonderful things. I'm just giving a short testimony to the glory of God. So thank you, sweetheart. Thank you, my love, for sticking with me and for the things we could and can accomplish. I think our, 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 our road from here is at other level. And while I was sitting there, uh, I can only sum it up. The closer you get to the cross, the fewer the people or the colleagues become, or, or those who, uh, you know, Jesus had uh, hundreds of disciples, later 70, later 12. Out of the 12, three and at the cross, there was only one standing there with his mommy. Hallelujah. With his mom. And uh, so uh, what I mean, you have a lot of acquaintances, but there's not many people who celebrate and stand for the road you are going and moving towards. That's just in a nutshell. We're 38 years married, and while I was doing something at home, and uh, before 
uh, it turned the, uh, the night turned to the 30 uh, I mean to the 16th God said to me uh, browse in your mind 38 I said okay the guy was lying 38 years by the pool so the Lord says this new year I want you to help people who are going nowhere with their lives. They are not around a river, but around a dead situation of Christianity. And I want you to help them because they cry out for something different and something more. So the Lord said, I want you. Not, it's not all, but I, I've give you, given you grace to get them out and show them there is a higher and a better life. Give the Lord praise. I, I turn, in the 19th coming, I turn 68. I were unashamedly to tell you that. And uh, as I was reading this portion of scripture, Genesis 24, uh, I know it's a very lengthy portion. I'm not going to read all of it, but much of it. And um, then uh, as I close my Bible, after reading the whole chapter through, the Lord says, how many verses are there? You know, it get, it's a long chapter, but how many verses? I open my Bible again. Okay, I'm never lazy when it comes to the Word. I'll even get out of bed if something comes to me. I've got a notebook next to my bed, but I've got a, also a very good memory. If I put something and I say, I go, go from here, I must still read that, then late afternoon it will come to me. Amen. But that's also the effect of studying, reading the Bible, which many will teach you, how you become accurate with words. You don't just use words appositely. Big word, eh? Amen. <laughs> So when I look at the chapter, I saw the chapter ends with 67 verses. I said, wow, Lord, what do you want to say to me? He says, this chapter speaks of my bride. And I want you in 68 years, give yourself, beautify my bride, Edgar. Okay, call my bride to their duties in the name of the Lord Jesus. I said, Lord, that's so beautiful. Then Mikhail sent a message, or Kayla sent a message, our first grandson, Gabriel. Give him a hand. Hallelujah. On the 16th of my wife, on our anniversary, Mikhail sent a message, or Kayla said, Gabriel is today the 16th December, three months old. I said, wow, that's powerful. And when it's three days from here, when I'm 19, it's 33 days old. 33, three months and three days. Glory to the Lord for all these blessings. I thank God for my wife, and I need to preach now. And uh, um, yes, thank you for my wife. Thank you for my parents, mom and dad. Oh, and thank you for my mommy, my mom. Give my mom a praise offering. My my mother's by grapperig en stout en by kan tot laat nacht met ons as kinders gesels 
dan skree my pa, then my dad, he had his second sleep already, and then he will call out, out of the bed and says, uh, 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 my mom's name was Magdalene, and my, but we call her Lini, then he says, Lini, leave the children, why don't you come and sleep? But then we were chatting hard things and big things, hallelujah, amen. Wow, one day a man came to visit my sisters. His eyes were so big. and what? My mom said to my sisters, oh my God, how is my children going to look, my grandchildren? <laughs> little, little, things, little things like that. My mom was very funny, but praise the Lord. My daddy was a hard worker, and as I said many times, I feel his hands and hard hands, and I say, these hands worked for me to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Just one other thing. Thank you for pastor's appreciation. Thank you for wishing me my birthday, my wife's birthday, and everything. Each one of you are so precious. We want, I want to f double this place with people soon. We want to win a lot of people in the new year. We will evangelize here on a Saturday. We will have open airs preaching on that side in Garden Village. Maybe in Belhardi, Fisher, Beit Gouda. We go to Delft and those places. Happy to see Sister Gina, Sister Valerie, and all of these young men from from Philadelphia. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's pray quickly for Auntie Mary. That's not well. Happy to see Auntie Jane and every one of you. Is my Lali here? Yes, she's sitting here. Praise the Lord. Auntie Lali, do you hear me? Oh, no. Because Auntie Lali and so... Amen. Let's pray for Auntie Mary. Father, I pray, Auntie Mary, that's in hospital, that you touch her, heal her, Father, strengthen her. Be with her in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's read the scriptures. Amen. Oh, before we read the scriptures, I wonder. Yeah, we, we can just, just a, a short piece. Here we stand. Uh, one of the songs that I like. and no, Just a short, I'll tell you when to fade it, and then I'm going to read it. Just to get in the mood of... What's going on? Hallelujah. Are you blessed? There we go. Hey! Hey. 
It's a joyful place. I was glad when they said, let us go to the house of the Lord. And as you enjoy natural or food for the body, so you must even more enjoy the word of God. I'm sharing with you that your supreme love should be the Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God's camels. Amen. The fivefold ministers in this portion of Scripture are the fivefold ministers. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'll give you what camels can accomplish. And that you must appreciate God's camels. In this story, as I give you the background, there were ten camels going with the servant of Abram. And the servant's name is not mentioned in all of these 67 verses. Because the Bible is inspired by the Holy Spirit, and you need to listen very attentively. Amen. And this servant of Abram is a type of the Holy Spirit. In other places, his name is mentioned. It's Eliezer. He was the senior servant of Abram. And Abram in this story is a type of God the Father. And the servant is the Holy Spirit. And Isaac is Abram's son. He's actually the second son because before him, Ismail was born. But Ismail is the son of the flesh. This is the son that was promised by God, Isaac. And in the story or this event, Isaac is a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He's a type of the Lord Jesus Christ, and Isaac means laughter. So Christ should bring joy and laughter to your heart. If it does not, it's because you don't respect the Holy Spirit. Because this servant will get a bride for God's Isaac the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And if you don't have a good relationship with this servant, the Holy Spirit, He cannot reveal to you the value of the Lord Jesus Christ. He cannot open your eyes and He cannot share with you the treasures of Isaac. Because when Rebekah met this servant and he opened up his treasures to her in a foreign country, she fell in love to serve the servant, which is a type of the Holy Spirit. And then also she knew that the man that she's going to get married to that she's never seen, he is rich. He is the best. He will bring in a life joy and laughter. Hallelujah. I'm speaking so that you as a believer can understand what is God's purpose with the church. Hallelujah. So I'm repeating. Let me first, before I repeat, Rebecca means too good to be true. Wow. Amen. Too good. The, 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 the dictionary or the meaning of names means flattering. Flattering means, see, it's too good to be true. Now, Christ Jesus, look for the church and look at the church. And say, this is my Rebecca. Sister, good to be true. Hallelujah. In this bride, there are hooligans, murderers, rapists, altar boys, so-called good people, gangsters, prostitutes. He saved them all, washed them in his precious blood, and make him part of the bride of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And these were ten camels because it speaks of both hands. The fivefold ministry has got five fingers. And for you who don't know, the five fingers, the little finger, this is the teacher that goes into detail of Scripture. And this ring finger speaks of the pastor that loves his church, the shepherd. And the longest finger is the evangelist that reach out to sinners. is the middle of the five. And this one is the finger that gives direction the prophet that gives direction, that point out sin, that goes to the root of a problem and uproot the works of the devil and even get demons out, the prophet. Hallelujah. And then the thumb is the apostle that can touch all the other ministries that comes through the ranks, all of them, and with this is the fivefold ministers. This is the hand of God. But who knows when you're busy with a bride, you have your hands full. <laughs> Amen. 
So it's not only the one hand, it's the ten camels that came to fetch the bride for Rebekah to the glory of God. And it also speaks of the hand of the Lord. And the Bible says in Romans 10, if you in my hand, no one can pluck you out of my hand. And if you in my Father's hand, no one can pluck you out of my Father's hand. So we double assured, hallelujah, we are very assured of our salvation if you're truly born again. The, that's where the hymn says, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. I'm an heir of salvation, purchased by blood, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. Hallelujah. What a blessed song. What a blessed hymn to the glory of the name of the Lord. That is the message this morning. Now I'll just unpack it a bit. Second Chronicles, let's turn to Second Chronicles 20, verse 20. This is a start. And I'm preaching to you to show you that your value of the camels is very key if you're really part of the bride. Because in the story, you will see how the Holy Spirit valued the camels. In fact, in the whole chapter, if you make notes, 15 times 15, 1 5, the camels are mentioned. 1 5. Hallelujah. And 15 is the number of Zion. There are 15 Psalms as you ascend to Zion. So these camels will take you to Zion. Amen. I'm reading 2 Chronicles 20. Verse 20, to show you the value of having a prophet. Hallelujah. It's not every church that have a prophet. There's a lot of false prophets. You can test them by their money and their love for money and their love for their ego and their pride. And they arose early in the morning. Or let me say, let's to cut short, Jehoshaphat the king as Israel was going out to war, he said to them, O Judah, ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, so he be established. Believe his prophets, so he prosper. Amen. If you want to be established in the Lord, you can just believe in the Bible, believe the Scripture, and let a teacher teach you. But if you want to prosper, you need a prophet. Amen. To prosper. Look what it says here. Believe in the Lord your God. You shall be established. In other words, you will have roots. You can stand for the Lord. But believe his prophets. So you will prosper. The word prosper means you will have a smooth, successful Christian life. You will reach your calling and your destiny, but you must honor 
a prophet. Praise the Lord. You must have a prophet. Now I read to you uh, Genesis 24. Hallelujah. From verse 1. Hallelujah. Praise His blessed name. Here we go. Now Abram was old. Abram is a type of God the Father. He was advanced in age. And the Lord has blessed Abram in every way. Even to a needle or whatever is whatever he had it all. That's God is very rich. Verse 2. And Abram said to his servant, the oldest of his household, this is the one that's the type of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit today is serving God's purpose. The Trinity is a role model for those who want to be full of pride. It's a role model of submission. Jesus submit to the Father. Although these three are equal. Amen. For you have a problem with submission, shame on you. Because the Trinity wants to show you there's nothing going off from you if you submit to authority. Jesus submit himself to God. And the Holy Spirit served the Father and the Son. And of the Trinity, all two of them have got a name. But it's only the Holy Spirit that has no name. Certainly, He has a name. But nobody knows His name. Because God wants to show you. Why are you so after your own ego? The Holy Spirit... Serve the purposes of God. Hallelujah. And he is not attracting attention to himself. Amen. In Revelation chapter 1, the Bible will say, The Holy Spirit is before the throne. Amen. He's before the throne. Amen. Yes. I'm looking for where. Roman, uh, Revelation chapter 1, please. I think it's verse 4. I'm just showing you this because it's so important that we don't pray to the Holy Spirit. We pray to the Father, we pray to the Son, but you don't... There's nothing wrong, but you see there's many spirits. And any spirit can imitate the Holy Spirit. You speak to God, and God will let the Holy Spirit do whatever. Look here. John, to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace to you and peace. From him who is, this is God the Father, him who is, who was, and who is to come. That's God the Father. And from the seven spirits who are where? Before. Why, why, is, the, why is the Holy Spirit not under throne? He's serving today. He's serving today. For all of you who have a problem with position and your name and your glory, He's serving today. 
Let's take our, even in the whole chapter, let's go to Genesis 24 again. The whole 67 verses, the servant's name is not even mentioned because he's a type of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Verse 2, and Abram said to his servant, the oldest of his household, who had charge over all that he owned, that's the Holy Spirit, please place your hand under my thigh. And I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth. We must, still, we must remember the earth still belongs to God. The earth is just rented out. People can think they've got this earth for themselves. But God is the God of the heavens and the earth. That you shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites of whom I love. God didn't want a son for Isaac from where Abram lived. But you shall go to my country and to my relatives and take a wife for my son Isaac. Amen. And the servant said to him, Suppose the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Should I uh, take your son back to the land from where you come? Then Abram said to him, Beware lest you take my son back there. The Lord, the God of heaven, who take me from my father's house and from the land of birth, and who spoke to me, who swear to me, saying, Take your descendants, I will give this land. I will send, he will send his angel before you, and he will take a wife for my son from there. It's a beautiful, romantic story. Amen. And if the woman is not willing to follow you, then you will be free from this oath. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant placed his hand under the thigh of Abram, his master, and swore to him concerning this matter. Verse 10. Then the servant took ten camels from the camels of his master. On, remember, the Holy Spirit take and give servants of God to the church, the camels. Amen. Then the servant took ten camels from the camels of his master and set out with a variety of good things of his master in his hand. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia, to the city of Naor. Verse 11. And he made the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at the evening time. You'll find God's camels at the well. they always full of water. Hallelujah. And kneeling down, say they are worshippers of the living God. The t- that was at the time when women go out to draw water. They did not have taps. They had to go to the well. The ladies, the girls, it was their work to go and get water for bath, for cleaning the house, cleaning dishes, washing, wash clothes. Verse 12. And he said, now Gileazar start to pray. O Lord, the God of my master Abram, please grant me success today. You know, this is in a foreign land. There's many women. Where is he going to But Abram said, the Lord will go with you. And so loving kindness to my master Abram. Verse 13. Behold, I'm standing by the spring. And the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Now may it be that the girl to whom I say, 
please lay down your jaw so that I may drink. In other words, what is your relationship with the Holy Spirit? And many of you, you take the Holy Spirit for granted. And the Holy Spirit speaks through the Scriptures. If the Holy Spirit wrote the Word of God, if He tells you to be at church, if He tells you not to fall in love with sinners, if He warns you, do you listen to the Holy Spirit? That still voice in you, but also He speak through the Word. Verse 14. Now may it be that the girl to whom I say, please dare, down your jar so that I may drink. And she answers, drink and I will and drink and I will water your camels also. May she be the one whom thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac. And by this I shall know that thou hast shown loving kindness to my master. The key was. Don't let she only give water to me. I've got ten camels. Let she out of her own self. And women don't make connection with men in those days. But he says, Lord, I ask two things. That's really impossible. Let she offer me a drink. Secondly, Let's see, give water to the camels also. One camel drink how many liters of water? To give all these camels water, it will demand from her a lot of energy. Like the energy my wife had to run those race. Amen. She, she ran 10 kilometers yesterday. Amen. Here's the 10 camels. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and, and she will have to go up and down. Look with a bucket. With a bucket on her shoulder. Up and down, up and down. Bringing water for him and then for the camp. But she must say it from herself. What that tells you. What is your relationship with God's camels? How do you treat and appreciate God's camels? Camels, that's key. That's vital. And many of us, you know, among our, 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 we are all Africans, but among our African, black Africans, they have got an aura for a minister and a respect for a man, a man of God. Even with, whether it's Zimbabweans, Malawians, or anybody in Africa, if you go to the spur or any restaurant where they serve, they are now the waiters. As soon as he or she hears you a pastor, the whole thing's changed. In fact, most of them will stand still and say, I am blessed to serve you. I'm honored to serve you. What a privilege to serve you. But among our people, we don't have that kind of attitude. We like, we say, 
And for you, anytime you feel you can go without him too. But it's your lack of sight and your lack of what the Holy Spirit has given you. Do you hear me? Elisha, when Elijah was about to leave the earth, Elisha said, I won't leave you. I will go with you. Because he saw the treasures. That's far more than the treasures of a house and a car and earthly wealth. He saw spiritual treasures in Elijah. And he said to Elijah, don't ask me to leave you. Three times. He said, don't you want to go? He said, no. At the last, he said, what are you after? He said, I want double the spirit that is on you. I want to be double that person. Bishop Dag has got doctors that left their profession. Pilots that left their... To us in the world, it's like that. Is it? But it's the lack of spiritual sight and value. Amen. Even Christ is more valuable than your mommy and your daddy if they are not saved. Even Christ is more valuable than any treasure you have. Many men and young people left their occupation to work for Christ. And the world will say, what a waste. And the world will look down upon them. It's because of the dimness of sight and understanding. When I was 16, gave my life to the Lord, I fully realized what this Christ is all about because I became serious with him. And then he led me to sources of study. I thought, my God, if others know, why can't they also? As I just told you, I took a boy that was an agar selling boy. Following me, became a brilliant teacher and a bookworm. Somebody that ate books. And I let him. And he followed, even left girlfriend that time staying in Mannenberg because he chose to follow me. He had a nice beauty. The parents said, you, you must go. We must go. Because leaving certain circles to follow what was the will of God. Amen. I'm speaking like this because all of you, Gonna come before choices. You can sit under the word and speak a lot of things, but your time of decisions will come. Your tests will come. Amen. And many of you go through certain tests, and I'm shocked. You act as if you knew, yeah, the things, and I think, I cannot babysit you. I cannot, if you don't take God serious, I cannot babysit you. You must make your own decision. I can guide, 
but you've got enough inside of you to make the right decision to take up your cross. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't worry, I'll, I'll just read this and run through certain things. Hallelujah. Where are we? Am I here? Verse 15. And it came about before it finished speaking. That behold, the word behold is shockingly. Rebecca was born at Bethel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Abram's brother Naor, came out with a jar and a soldier. Soldier. And the girl was very beautiful, a virgin. And no man had relations with her. She went down to the spring and filled a jar and came up. Then the servant ran to meet her and said, Please let me drink a little water from your jar. And she said, Drink, my lord. And she quickly lowered a jar to her hand and gave him a drink. Verse 19. Now when she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw also for your camels until they have finished drinking. Wow. Nobody told her that. It was just coming from her heart. I will, and she knew what she let herself into. It's going to be a lot of work. So she quickly emptied a jar into the throng. And ran back to the well to draw. And she draw for all his camels. Meanwhile, the man was gazing at her in silence. Wow, look at this girl. The horror is not sweet. Wow, up and down, up and down. To know whether the Lord has made his journey successful or not. Then it came about when the camels had finished drinking that the man took a gold ring weighing a half sickle and two bracelets for a wrist weighing ten sickles in gold and said, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me, is there room for us to lodge in your father's house? And she said to him, I'm the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, whom she bore to Nao. Again she said to him, We have plenty of both straw and feet and room to lots in. Then the man bowed low and worshipped the Lord. Wow! He said, this is it. This is it. And he started to worship God. Hallelujah. Verse 29. Now Rebecca had a brother whose name was Laban. And Laban uh, ran outside to the man at the spring. And he came about, he's now, she came home and said, Listen, do you know what happened to me? And they saw the, 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 the bracelet and the stuff. And it came about that when he saw the ring and the bracelet on his sister's wrist, and when he heard the words of Rebecca, his sister, saying, This is what the man said to me. He went to the man, and behold, the word behold means, where is the man? He was standing by the camels at the spring. The Holy Spirit stand with the servants of God. Amen. Disrespect the servants of God. 
you won't have much from the Holy Spirit. Verse 31, and he said, come in, blessed of the Lord. Why do you stand outside since I've prepared the house and a place for the camels? Amen. So the man entered the house. Then Laban unloaded the camels and he gave straw and feed the camels and water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. In other words, under camels were ten men. Okay. And he blessed them. But when the food was set before him to eat, verse 39, I will not eat, he said, until I've told my business. Hallelujah. <laughs> they want to give him food. He says, listen, And he said, speak. And he's, then he told him the story. I'm from Abram. And then the Bible says, verse 45, before I finish speaking, he says, in my heart, the old Rebecca came. I'm verse 49. So now, if you are going to deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, if not, let me know that I may turn, that I may turn to the right or the left. Verse 50. Then Laban, Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The matter comes from the Lord, so we cannot speak to you bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before you. Take her and go, and let her be the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has spoken. And it came about when Abram's servant heard their words that he bowed himself to the ground before the Lord. And the servant brought out articles of silver, gold, garments, and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things to her brother and to her mother. And he and he and the men who were with him ate and drank and spent the night. When they rose the morning, he said, send me away to my master. But the brother and a mother said, let the girl stay with us a few days. Say ten. Afterwards you may go. Verse 56. And he said to them, do not delay me, since the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away that I may go to my master. They want to keep us till ten days. Verse 57. And they said, we call the girl and consult her. Let us ask her, what does she want? Then they called Rebecca and said to her, will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. Wow. Thus they sent her away, their sister Rebecca and a nurse with Abram's servant and his men. The nurse was, the name was Deborah. That's the servant. The nurse. Hallelujah. The bee. Busy as a bee, sitting under the word, the scriptures. Verse 59. And thus they sent away their sister Rebecca and a nurse with Abram's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebecca. Look what they said to her. May you, our sister, become thousands of ten thousands. May your descendants possess the gate of those who hate them. Then Rebecca arose and Anna made and, and, the, and mounted the camels and followed the man. I'll be through now. Amen. So they took Rebecca and departed. Now Isaac had come from, what a big word is that? The word means, it, it, it just means a certain well. Amen. Verse 63. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field toward the evening. Remember, this is a type of Christ. 
And he lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, camels were coming. He knew this is the bride that's coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes. And when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from the camel. And she said to the servant, who is that man walking in the field to meet us? And the servant said, he is my master. Then she took her veil and covered herself. Speaks of, she's pure and holy. 66. And the servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Then Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent. And he took Rebekah and she became his wife. And he loved her. Thus Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Wow. Amen. Let me just point out two, three things. As I was preaching, what is your relationship with the Holy Spirit? What is your relationship with the camels? I give you the value of camels, five things. Number one, if you have a camel in the desert, the camel moves through the wilderness where there's no water, no flowers, Camel number one lifts you higher from the heat of the sand. He lifts you higher. Amen. By God's grace, your pastor, if you follow our teaching, obey the voice of the word, of the word, he lifts you higher. Number two, in the desert there's many scorpions. And many insect snakes, it protects you from demons and snakes. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's what a camel does. Number three, a camel gives you water. A camel can survive in the desert for long distance. And in this church, you always receive water. Amen. Your camel never runs dry. There's water. Number four, the camel can smell an oasis from far. Amen. In the desert, there's no river, but he can smell over there's water. I can lead you by the grace of God to resources. Amen. To preachings, to other men of God, to a healthy oasis of water. Number five, is it number five? There's no roads in the desert, but the camel knows the road to Isaac. Amen. I know the way to God's purpose for your life and towards Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I know the direction and the protection. The next one, number six. I know what is attractive to Isaac. So I try to put in you what is attractive to Christ Jesus. That Christ admire you and find you attractive to the glory of God. Number seven, 
He gave her a ring, a seal. If you follow, read the whole chapter, it was a nose ring. What it means, I give you discernment. You can smell what is right and what is wrong. You have discernment. Number eight, he gave her a bracelet for both hands. I will make your hands strong for God. You will work for the Lord with both your hands to the glory of God. Amen. When they asked Rebecca, do you still want to stay? She said, no, I want to go. I want to go. Her eyes open up to the value of Christ Jesus. I hope your eyes are open to the value of Christ. Can we stand, please? Amen. Give the Lord praise. Raise, raise your hands up as I, as, and pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I understand we have not read a story, but a real, a real incident in the heart of Jesus. Lord Jesus Christ, you are my Isaac. You're the one who brings laughter, laughter and joy into my life. But Lord, help me not to grieve the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, the laughter and the joy disappear as the servant was respected by Rebecca. So I honor the Holy Spirit and I want better fellowship with the precious Holy Spirit. Help me, O oh Heavenly Father, to value God's camels, our own camels. Lady Pastor Letitia, Senior Pastor Edgar Michaels, and all our other pastors. These are the camels you gave in my life. I know, Heavenly Father, the devil want to devalue them and belittle them in my eyes. But be gracious to me to follow the Word of God. Because the Holy Spirit stands with God's camels. I want to be a Rebecca for you. I want to be too good to be true. Loving God's Isaac with all of my heart. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for this precious word. I appreciate it. As we celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus, help my love to go to a higher level for Christ Jesus, God's Isaac, to the glory of God. Give the Lord praise. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Michael.
just lift your hands up and I pray a blessing over you and the food. Can I say, can I give it over to you? Father, bless every child of God, even those who cannot be here. Let there be a special revelation of who God's Isaac is and also the value of the Holy Spirit. Give us a special value, evaluation for God's service, servants, and honor and respect. Anoint us. Use us mightily in the name of the Lord. Help us to meditate and go and reread this portion of Scripture so that the Holy Spirit burn these truths into our hearts and into our spirit. Thank you, Lord. Bless our time further. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, give the Lord praise. Thank you.